Hello, this is the Unexpected Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Brooks. I'm a speech language pathologist who found herself unexpectedly expecting. Tune in as I update you week by week along my pregnancy journey. Episodes will also feature chats with new and expecting moms. So let's get into it. This is week 15, and I'm feeling really great. Um, Before we get into how I'm feeling, let's see what's going on with my baby and any baby at this stage of pregnancy. Week 15, your baby who measures approximately four inches this week and weighs around two and a half ounces is about the size of a pear and looking more and more like a baby every day. His or her ears are positioned properly on the sides of their head. They used to be on the neck and the eyes are shifting from the sides of their head to the front of their face. By now, your baby has the coordination, strength, and smarts to wiggle his or her fingers and toes and even suck a thumb. But that's not all your baby can do now. He or she can make breathing movements, suck and swallow, all in preparation for the big debut and life outside the womb. And though it's still unlikely that you'll be feeling any movements from your little one this week, your baby is certainly getting a workout, kicking, flexing, and moving those arms and legs. All right. So I'm thinking I am feeling wonderful. Just like I said, I, um, I really haven't had very many negative symptoms throughout this entire pregnancy. It's been rather wonderful the whole time. And I don't want to brag, but you know what? A part of me would have liked to hear this from somebody else too, because I was super anxious the beginning of my pregnancy, because many people would say that um, lack of symptoms is associated with miscarriage. And that really made me nervous. So here I am stating I'm not a doctor. I don't know for sure. But So far, everything seems to be going very well with my pregnancy. All of the tests come back great, and um, I had nothing so far to worry about. All right, so what's going on in my life? Well, Mike and I are moving. We got approved for a new apartment. It's in a different neighborhood. We live in Brooklyn. We're staying in Brooklyn. Um, we have been living in Bushwick for a long time. Prior to that, we lived in Bed-Stuy and now we're moving to Carroll Gardens and I'm quite excited. It's a lovely neighborhood. Um, the other two neighborhoods are great too, but they're, especially Bushwick is just like much younger, a younger vibe and, uh, Carroll Gardens is more family oriented. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Another thing is I'm reading a new book. It's called Attachment Parenting. Um, And Attachment Parenting is a philosophy that that purposes methods aiming to promote the attachment of parent and infant, not only by maximal parental empathy and responsiveness, but also by continuous bodily closeness and touch. 
Um, I'm reading this book and I really, really like it so far. Um, I think there are a lot of myths about attachment parenting. People think that it's associated with being like overbearing. Um, when in actuality, it's more closely associated with independence because um, the child feels secure knowing that their parent is always around and um, they don't necessarily act out or seek attention excessively because they um, already feel very close to their parents. So I really like it. Um, And then also a part of it that I wanted to talk about today was kangaroo care. Um, And this is a method of holding a baby that involves skin to skin contact The baby who is typically naked except for a diaper is placed in an upright position against the parent's bare chest. Both mothers and fathers can do kangaroo care and it's often used with premature infants while they are still in the hospital. So um, everything that I've read about skin to skin contact is great for the baby, especially the first hour after they are born. And so far, this makes me feel like my only fear about labor and delivery is just being not able to function after. So, I mean, if I have to get a C-section, I'm not going to be a fight. Like, I'm not going to fight that because I'm going to listen to the doctor. But I really hope that doesn't happen. And I'm also considering perhaps not using an epidural just because I want to be... I know it will be hell. It will be brutal. It will be the most pain I've ever felt in my whole life. But what scares me is not being able to function after and not being able to hold my baby after and then or like having a nurse take the baby to the nursery or not being able to breastfeed after he's born or things like that. So I'm just starting to consider that maybe I will try to not do an epidural but I do not have integrity like that like my word means nothing if I am struggling and decide that I want an epidural I'm gonna go for it and I'm not gonna feel bad but um at this moment of time I'm just thinking that I'd rather go through tremendous pain and a horrible nightmare pain whatever it is and then be functioning after then risk not being able to take care of my baby so hopefully that works out um I've already told Mike that I really need him to be awake if I am not functioning and hold the baby the whole time and don't let anybody take him away to the nursery obviously if he has to go to the NICU then so be it um I hope that doesn't happen either, but at the same time, I just really want to make sure that um, we're able to hold the baby and have skin-to-skin contact and do this kangaroo care because it stabilizes the baby's heart rate and it improves their breathing and their oxygen saturation levels. Um, It helps them sleep. It helps them not cry. Um, Also, I saw that there's studies that show that when... The baby is placed on the parent's skin. 
um, as their body temperature decreases, the parent's body temperature will increase, um, thus warming the baby. So it's just important to me in terms of bonding and also like I want to breastfeed and and kangaroo uh, care will improve bonding with the baby and also increase breast milk supply and um, all that stuff. So if you think that this sounds interesting to you, I suggest reading more into it. And um, yeah. So at 13 weeks, I got my NT exam. So this is a nuchal translucency scan, and it screens your baby for abnormalities. And I got that test at 13 weeks. And it also, so it's a sonogram, and it's also, there are blood tests associated with it. So today I am 15 weeks, but tomorrow I'll be 16 weeks, and I go back to the doctor for the second half of the exam where I get more blood tests just to make sure everything is still good. So according to information I found online, if you combine an NT scan with blood testing, the screening is about 85% accurate for predicting the risk of Down syndrome. If you don't combine the blood testing with the scan, the accuracy rate drops to 75%. The lab will combine the results of your ultrasound blood work and your age to calculate your sequential screen risk. If you used a donor egg to become pregnant, the lab will use the age of your egg of the donor. Um, If the results for part one is low risk, then you will return for part two, another blood test at 16 to 18 weeks of pregnancy. The final risk combines part one and part two results. So that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, sometimes the nuchal translucency measurement cannot be obtained on an ultrasound due to fetal position. The blood test can still be performed, but the results may not be available until after part two's blood test is completed. I do, um, I do accept all diagnostic screenings and testing during my pregnancy. I am a person who just likes to be informed and I want to be aware and prepared for anything and um, I don't feel nervous Uh, everything has been good so far I do think it's strange how many different tests uh, tests for down syndrome I thought that's why I got the nipty and I thought that's why I got all these other tests I don't even know Um, but I did love getting the NT scan the ultrasound part because even though I got the nip tea and that told me the baby's sex it was very obvious visually when we did the nt exam at 13 weeks on the dot so it was really cool to see the baby um and then after that i had another sonogram at what was that i guess that was at 14 weeks and um when we started the ultrasound the baby was sucking his thumb and it was so cute and i hope that he is again when i go to the doctor tomorrow so that i can grab a picture all right so in this episode i speak with another speech pathologist her name is kara o'reilly she is 22 weeks pregnant when we did this interview And we chat all about how her pregnancy is going so far. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Unexpected Podcast. Here I am today sitting with Kara O'Reilly. She is a fellow speech-language pathologist. She works mostly with middle, uh, middle school-age children. How's it going, Kara? It's going well. How are you? Pretty good. Thank you so much for doing this show with me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So Kara's expecting. Um, how many weeks are you now? I'm 22 weeks today, actually. Nice. So you did your whole 20-week anatomy scan already. Yeah, that was fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's long. It's it's like a whole hour, but Uh you get to see everything. It's really cool. Did they print you pictures too? Oh, yeah. Good. I had one ultrasound where they didn't print a picture, and I was like, oh, boy. You have to go back in there and be like, "Mm, can you put this for me? Yeah, but I didn't want to, but I will next time. For sure. That's the whole point of the ultrasound is to get the picture to take home. I know. And (laughs) I wasted my time FaceTiming my husband. So I was like, I didn't even think I even paid attention. I was just, and all I had, I didn't even have a picture on my phone because all I had was this big head. Yep. And the little tiny screen that was my baby. You have to like pretend you know what you're looking at. And you're like, oh, it's so cute. And Mima, you don't know. It's so small. Just (laughs) wait. Then they actually start to look like little people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He did look good. I saw him sucking his thumb. Cute. I just wish I got a picture of it. I'm very yeah. upset. I know. So were you trying to conceive? Yes. So my husband and I were trying for over a year mm-hmm. um, to conceive. And we have like a whole uh, fertility backstory that I'll get into next time. But yeah, we were yeah. definitely trying. Okay. So then how did you find out? So <laughs> it really is like a very crazy story. Oh. Um, we actually put our fertility treatments on hold, like because of COVID and everything, mm-hmm. um, or so we thought, but right. actually something worked <laughs> <laughs> that we kind of, not like we weren't expecting, like we've been trying, but we were like, let's just give it a break. Like maybe today, like it's not the right time, whatever. Right. So um, when I found out my husband was actually away on a business trip, like out of town for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dad was visiting at my house and I woke up one morning. And when you go through fertility treatments, you need to take like pregnancy tests after pregnancy tests. So I have like a pack from like Amazon of like a million tests just like in my bathroom. Uh So I woke up one day just like not feeling great. And I decided to just take a test just to see. And uh, lo and behold, there were two lines. So... Yes. So I found out, uh, me and Paul, me and my, my dad found out together. <laughs> Good. Good old Paulie P. Yep. Nice. That was an adventure. Yeah. How was his reaction? My dad's, uh, <laughs> well, so I took the test. There were two lines. I like started shaking. He's downstairs. He's like on the phone with his friend mm-hmm. and I'm like, you need to, you need to come up here. And he's like, one sec. Like he's on the phone. He's busy. And I'm like, no, you need right. to hang up the phone right now. So yeah. he hangs up the phone. He's walking up the stairs. I have like this look of like horror on my face or like shock apparently. And he's like, what's the matter? You clogged the toilet? Like, <laughs> like I had this look of like panic or whatever, because yeah. like, yeah, I clogged the toilet. And I said, no, I just took a uh, pregnancy test and there's two lines. And he's like, all right, well, well, what does that mean? Like, what does two lines mean? <laughs> 
And I'm like, two lines means yes. And he's like, well, what do we do now? And I'm like, I'm going to take another one just to make sure. And he's like, okay, so what do you have to do? I'm like, well, I have to drink water because I, I just peed. I don't have to pee again. He's like, well, go drink some water. So now I'm downstairs <laughs> chugging water. He's like pacing back and forth. And I took the tests. I took like three more and they were all positive. And then uh, we hugged and we cried and it was fabulous. Aww. And then, uh, yeah. So how'd you so- tell your partner? Yeah, I was going to say, then I actually had to keep it in because he was away uh-huh. for like business. And I didn't want to tell him like I was pregnant over FaceTime after right. trying mm-hmm. for a while. So I had time actually, I ordered a little baby onesie off Etsy and it said, hello, daddy on it. Uh-huh. And I put it in a box with all the pregnancy tests next to it. And he, he came home and, uh, I was like, Oh, I got you with something. Cause he like just started a new job. And I was like, this is just like a little congratulations on the new job kind of thing. No, no big deal. Mm-hmm. And he opened up the box and, um, I thought he like literally was about to pass out and he's staring <laughs> at it and he just was like, you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's how I told him and uh he'll be wearing the ones he wants soon enough so right very I feel excited. like my husband would have been like why do you this doesn't fit why you- <laughs> <It was a laughs> like, yeah like- it took him like a solid like 20 seconds to like say anything and I wanted uh-huh. to be like did you have a stroke like, are you, <laughs> like you know what this means right right <laughs> so that's, that's good yeah. I'm glad you had time to do something cute because I was just completely shocked and I just, just said it because I just Listen, took it and I was, and he yeah. was there. But the way, like, did I think my dad would be the first person that I told? <laughs> no. The way that you picture how it's going to happen in your mind is not how it happens in right. real life. No. Like I thought like, like, it's just, no, like everything that I thought how I would tell like my husband, my parents, like it's mm-hmm. the complete opposite. So, yeah. but it works. Yeah, exactly. The one thing that I did was cute was I, I did a gender reveal by like sending a blue elephant to my parents and my in-laws. Um, so that was the only like surprise with preparation that anyone got. Other than yeah. that, it was just word vomit. Other than that, it's like, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a secret. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know it. And I'm yeah. surprised and so real. <laughs> yeah. So what have your symptoms been from the beginning and then until now? And how have they changed? So everyone says, so I'm also having a, you said you're having a boy, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm also having a boy. And everyone says that you don't get like morning sickness as bad with boys and blah, blah, blah. And that was not true for me at <laughs> all um so definitely in the first trimester a lot of throwing up (laughs) laying on the couch all day long um but now like now that I'm in the second trimester I definitely feel a lot better like I feel like I have my energy back Mm -hmm. um even though I say that now I just threw up like in the morning like two days ago but oh really yeah it's very rare now like it's I don't know I don't know that was so random but um, that's pretty much it. You're so you weren't just, you weren't just nauseous. You were throwing up too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yep. I didn't get nauseous or throw up once. 
oh my god god bless <laughs> See, that's because you're having a boy and everybody like mine doesn't follow the rules I, I mean i guess my sister said that too but i don't know what it is i think my mom also my mom had two girls and she said she never got sick my mom too my mom yeah. has two girls me and my sister and she was like yeah i don't really think i got that sick i don't even really remember getting nauseous and meanwhile i'm like literally dry heaving like every mm. second of every day so you but, hear that everyone is different. So you never know what you're going to go through. That's why I thought I was having a girl because they also say like girls, what do they say? Girls steal your beauty. Boys make you beautiful. Like I have yeah. pimples. Like I was like, <laughs> this is definitely going to be a girl. And then I did like a gender reveal cake and it was blue. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Did you take a Nipty test or did you? Uh, yeah. Nipty, yeah. Yep. Me too. Yeah. Um, nobody even asked me if I wanted it. They just kind of did it already. Oh, really? Yeah. Which was good. Cause I'm like, give me every oh. test. Oh, I'm the same way. Yeah. I did yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. I just want to know. Um, yeah. so what are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to, this is going to sound so like cheesy, but I'm really looking forward to like my husband being a dad. Cause mm -hmm. he's so good with like little kids. And I know he's wanted to be a dad for so long. And I know he's very excited about having a son. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very excited to see my dad be a grandpa. Yeah. I'm like really excited about that. Like I think, so this is going to be like on my side of the family, our only grandchild. I have a sister, like I said, but my sister has autism. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be, you know, she's not going to be having her kids of her own. So right. I think uh, like the first grandchild and a grandson like my dad doesn't have any sons. It's just me and Val. So I know he's very much looking forward to that. So I'm excited to see my husband be a dad and my dad be a grandpa and my mom be a grandma and all that stuff. That's great. Yeah. I feel really excited to see my husband holding the baby. Yeah. yeah. I know. So like, it's I, I so, like heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are you worried about? Giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay. like always even like before like being married like I've I don't I just like have a fear of childbirth and mm -hmm. now I'm like okay like it's happening I need to get over it like right now um right. I don't know but you know what like how many people a day have babies how many right. need, like that's what I keep telling myself people have been doing this since the beginning of time so right and it's gonna happen no matter what so like, like coming out either way coming, yeah um, I used to be somebody who was just like, whatever, there's drugs, take them. That's it. Life is going to be good. And now I'm changing a little bit and I'm thinking like, I don't know, just because like, I want to be, I want to be as like normal as possible after and rebound as yeah. quickly as possible. So now like, there's a part of me that thinks like, oh, maybe I can handle like the worst pain in the universe as long as it, I know it's over. And then I, would, I mean, I if you feel normal. that way, try it and then just make sure that you don't wait too long. Right. So, you, Like if you change your mind, you don't want them to be like, actually, it's too late and you can't get an epidural. Right. Like I'm trying to get an epidural as soon as I walk in there. Like, <laughs> as soon as I arrive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was always my mentality too. And then lately, I don't know, I just keep changing a bit. Um, but I'm not like a hero or anything. Like I don't have integrity. So it's not like I won't go back on my word because I will. Yeah. Like screw my word. I don't yeah, care what I said. 
we're done here. We're like, how many centimeters dilated? Like we're, we're done yeah. here, <laughs> but it's good. You always have that option. So, right. Yeah. Um, what has been unexpected about your pregnancy? Like what's something that no one tells you or talks about that you've experienced? Hmm. Your boobs, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, yeah, what's going on with your boobs? <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> change like very early on. Yeah. That's also like one of the reasons why I wanted to take a test. Like my boobs are like killing me. And I'm like, this is so weird. But like, yeah, like they get so big. Like, yeah. So big. And like your nipples look different. Like I would say I was not prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. My whole wedding dress was boobs at that rate. Like I no longer had a torso. I was like, every time I look at the pictures, I think it's nice. And then I'm just like, but when I tried the dress, when I bought the dress, I had a torso. Like I, it, but then no, the whole top. I'm sure your husband wasn't mad. You were boobalish. So don't worry about it. I mean, I feel like I already am. And I never thought they could get bigger. That's how I feel. Like, <laughs> like I didn't start out with, with like little tiny, like, right. Tiny, like, so they get bigger and I think they're just going to keep on getting bigger. And that's, that's that. I know <laughs> but, that's, that's wild. I'm waiting. I'm excited for my nipples to get darker though. Cause you know, TMI, I have really light ones. So my whole life I've wished for like redder ones. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, <laughs> they, get, they get darker they get like little like bumps around them like I don't even know what that is but there's a bump like something else no one tells you I will tell you this too you you're, you're like body hair grows faster like I feel like my stomach is like hairier than normal like what's yeah. up with that no one tells you that I bought like waxing strips and I have been afraid to use them because I'm scared of that pain. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll give childbirth. But I was about to say, if you could get, come on, you got to prep now. I know. <laughs> and I, I guess, like, I also don't have, like, the urgency because it's not like anyone's looking at me. But, yeah, right. like, I feel hair, like, on my neck. Yes. On my boobs. And, yes. like, just between my boobs, my, like, yes. happy trail. Yeah, so, yes. like, there's just hair. There's just hair. hair. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. I know. No one For tells sure. you. Yeah. I've also been farting a lot. Yes. Yeah. That is a good, okay. Especially in the first trimester. Yeah. So two of my friends just had babies like right before me. And I remember I texted them and I was like, what is up with this gas situation? They're like, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. No one tells you you fart like crazy. Yeah. Thank God I got pregnant in a pandemic and didn't have to go to work. I know. (laughs) Like what do people do? like no I would have been farting up the whole school yep that that happens I forgot about that I forgot about the farting (laughs) yeah so what um yeah I mean I think it's gone away it's I think it's like because in the beginning everything's like moving around yeah yeah, yeah. yep but uh so what are some crazy things that you googled this week regarding pregnancy anything um, well, today something new happened where I sneezed and I peed myself a little bit. Oh, good. So that's fun. That mm. happened. Because when last time I got my ultrasound, they his head is like directly on my bladder. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 
constantly feel like I need to pay constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I, the bathroom, I, I get out of the bathroom. I have to go back in. So yeah, I sneezed and I peed a little bit and I Googled like, what did I Google? I think I Googled like sneezing and peeing yourself in pregnancy, like that <laughs> exact line. And also normal. No one tells you though, but <laughs> it's right. normal. I think I that's do. probably it. Nice. Yeah. I, I Googled like, so not sneezing and peeing, but like sneezing and then feeling like a pain. Did that ever happen to you? Yeah. Sometimes Um, like a, like very like low down. Yeah. On my right side, like where the baby is, I feel like. They call that, um, it's like round ligament pain or something like that. Mm -hmm. I've Googled, yeah, I Googled that before. It's normal. Like there's so many things. So many your body and you're just like what is going on yes it's wild and something else that like you I googled and no one really tells you it's really true you do like I felt like I had like no bump and then I like woke up one day and I was like gigantic so Uh it it just it really does pop like overnight it's so weird I also feel like I don't have a bump unless I'm wearing a dress yeah, sometimes I feel like I just look like I ate too many like quarantine tacos. And, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Pregnant, like, do I just look like quarantine hasn't been kind to me? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, that's how I feel too. Like, I just look a little chunky. Me too. You gotta wait till like rounds out a little bit. Yeah. When do you think that happened for you? Honestly, probably like 19, 20 weeks. I would say, like, just mm-hmm. recently. Um, it takes a while like it definitely takes a while and like everyone's really different like if you've had kids before you're definitely going to show like sooner if it's your first it takes a while but I would say probably yeah like 19 weeks I was like oh we got a bump like Uh and do you feel any movement yet yes I just started feeling movement probably within the last like week and actually Last night was the first time that my husband felt it from like the outside. Ah, because he'll always be like, "Oh, he's moving, come here, come here," and he's like putting his hand there. And I'm like, "Did you feel that?" He's like, "No." Uh-huh. So last night for the first time, I was like, "Did you feel that?" And he's like, "I felt it." Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. That I'm is looking really forward cool. to that. I can't yeah. wait for that to happen. It, and- it's weird at first. You're like, "What is that? Is that like <laughs> gas or is that the baby?" But it's cool. And then you realize it's the baby hopefully. Um, so did you experience any days where you just like, didn't even feel pregnant? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm like, is this real? Are we sure? Totally. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I still feel like that. Uh I think even after going through like such a journey of like trying and like imagining how pregnancy will be. And like, now that it's actually here, I'm like, wow, like, is this really happening? I think it starts to feel more real when you can start feeling them and see it, like, on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, there were, but that, like, just started happening, but, like, my whole first trimester, and up until, like, 17, 18 weeks, like, I, there were, like, days where I just, like, forgot. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. That's something that I didn't expect. And I wish that somebody had said to me was normal that there would be days when you just feel pretty standard and you don't feel like you look pregnant. You don't feel like you feel pregnant, but then you want to kill someone who does not only something minimally wrong. So (laughs) you realize 
hormones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, certainly, like, I am not as friendly as I used to be. Yeah, but that's okay. Like, you're mm-hmm. growing a human. Like, yeah. what? I was really mean to a real estate agent, apparently, which I don't even think that I was, but Mike says that I was. But um, she was the one who said she needed to do the showing quickly. I was like, all right, we saw it. Bye. Yeah. So I don't know. But apparently I was rude. Don't worry about it. Yeah, whatever. It's gone. Water under the bridge. Exactly. I like yelled at my husband the other day because he forgot the guac and Chipotle. So don't worry about oh, it. Oh, that's a problem. He, he went back I agree. and got it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We had avocados at my house. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh my god so funny I'd be like well now here I am with disappointment I'm like crying over guac <laughs> yeah, like, well, what am I supposed to do with that it's your fault oh my god yeah, yeah like that's something that's so weird too like the littlest things make you so sad like I cried yeah. hysterically watching Great British baking show like what like who cries over stuff like that I don't know I should have that as a new segment what made you cry this week Great British Baking Show and avocados. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cried the other day because I went to go open the milk, and when I pulled that round tab, the loop fell off and the circle did not come out. Oh no! And I was like, "That's it." So That's I guess <laughs> like I don't know what to do now. <laughs> he has to go to the store and get more milk. Yeah, like, this is milk good. is gone. Done. Like milk there's is gone. So, so crazy. He fixed it, but yeah, that was very upsetting. I understand. <laughs> Not everyone does, but I no. get it. Well, thank you for understanding and thank you for doing this show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This is awesome. Thanks for listening. The Unexpected Podcast is recorded and produced by Deborah Brooks and is sponsored by the Sit Down with Mike Racine Podcast, SLP's Wine and Cheese Podcast, and the Dad Show with Mike Racine Podcast. For more unexpected content, head over to www.patreon.com slash Deborah Brooks CCC SLP. If you love the show, I'd appreciate a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.